Well, I came up with a little acronym for us to use. Okay. Um, I'm using RIPE, R-I-P-E, because maybe you're ripe for some kind of change. I am. All right. So first of all, I would say write three or four reasons why you want to make the change. Write them down because when we write things down, we're processing them at a at a, a more serious, deeper level. And then the second thing is if you can find an image of what you want. Uh, for example, when I need to lose some weight, I take out the dress that I want to wear and I hang it up right in like right in front of where I get dressed. So every day I'm looking at, I'm going to get in that dress. I'm going to get in that dress. So I've got something visual to help me motivate. I've also like put photos on my refrigerator of when I looked the way I want to, you know, I want to look at a certain weight. And for me, the, that motivates me, but people usually need some kind of an image to help them motivate and stay motivated. The third thing for the P is have a plan. So it works better if you can engage a friend to help you. Like if you want to go walking and you find somebody that wants to walk so that that, that assists that accountability but your plan needs to be manageable. I talk to people in my office and they want to be healthy. So they're going to lose 20 pounds. They're going to quit smoking and they're going to join a gym. It's like, whoa. Okay, let's pick one thing and break it down. So you want to think about what's the one thing I'm going to focus on, let's say this week. So if my goal is to lose weight, Maybe I'm going to walk four times this week. And maybe ultimately I'd want to walk for an hour, but this week I'm going to walk for 10 minutes four times. If I can find a friend to do it, great. If I can't, I'm going to walk four times for 10 minutes. And then there are apps to help you keep track of things. I just use like my calendar. I write a happy face or a sad face or a plus or a minus. So that way you kind of can keep track, but there's all kinds of apps for any kind of change you want to make. If you want to cut down on drinking, if you want to monitor your exercise, but you have to keep very small, reasonable goals. And then maybe the next week you up it to, okay, I'm going to walk 15 minutes, four days a week. But if we keep them manageable, if we keep them small, you're way more likely to succeed. But trying to make these grand goals of enormous change, people don't stick to that. And then the last thing for the ripe, the E, would be write down the excuses you make on the days that you don't do it. Like if the excuse is, I can do this tomorrow, or... I don't feel like it, or it looks like it's raining. So write down your excuses because you know what they are. And then next to the excuse, write an argument. So like, I know for me, I'll say, I can do this tomorrow. So the argument I might write for myself in my journal is, I always say that and it doesn't happen. I can do this today. So you, you coach yourself a little bit. Don't be like cruel to yourself. People say horrible things to themselves. 
And I say, if this isn't something you would say to a friend, don't say it to yourself. That That is not motivating. Guilt and shame don't motivate very well. Right. So you don't say to yourself, oh, man, I'm such a loser. I, you know, I never do anything. I can never accomplish these things. I might as well just eat the entire pizza. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that kind of self-talk is really sabotage. So you want to interrupt that again. You would never say that to a friend. You wouldn't say, why are you even trying? You're such a loser. You never make any change. It's like you, I would never say that to a friend. I know oh, you yeah. wouldn't. Yeah, I would never say that. I mean, what you try to say to your friends, at least if you're a good friend, is you say, well, okay, maybe you kind of blew it that day, but you can do it. I have confidence in you. I know you can do it. I've seen you do it before. That's what I would that's say. Right. To that's right. right. So talk to yourself that way. So that's the acronym. RIPE, have reasons. I is try to come up with an image. P, have some kind of a plan for how you're going to execute it. And four, write down your excuses with the argument you're going to use to say why I'm not really going to follow that excuse today. So getting back to the idea of, let's say, if you're an older adult, is there any truth to the idea, at least psychologically, that it's harder for people who are older to make changes than it is for younger people? Or is that just kind of a societal stereotype? There is some evidence in research that there are parts of the brain that don't work as well. Actually, they're after 20s, actually, some of these things become less flexible. But most of your listeners probably know that there are things we can do to keep our brains active, to keep the problem solving working. So puzzles are good. I think there are websites and apps to help you keep your brain sharp. Traveling is good. Anything that exercises the brain to problem solve, to do something new. But the other thing that people want to consider is before you were a senior, when you were younger, let's say 30s and 40s, did you try new things or were you resistant to change then? Because if this is part of how you do life, then you might want to address, okay, do I tend to be a little bit fearful? Do I tend to doubt my ability to execute anything? Is this sort of a lifelong frailty that I've had? And so if it's motivated by fear or self-doubt, then I would put that in my excuses, you know, like, I think I can't do this. And then the argument would be, of course, I can do it a little bit at a time. 